0: Welcome to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Ray.
1: I'm Josh.
0: We have a very very special episode for you guys. Yeah, real quick. Now,
1: Mike Mike is no Mike is not with us today. He's on uh, on vacation or just returning, uh-huh. from it, so it will just be Ray and I today. A- and
0: also the two biggest Metroid people of the group. I think plot between the both of about us. Project AM2R. Oh, there's no plot twist. They saw the title of this video. They see <laughs> the footage in the background. Um uh, so
1: so, people, listeners of the channel may realize that we were talking in the most recent episode about the fact that Project AM2R was nearing release. Remember and that joke
0: I told? <laughs> that joke that said, hey, what if on the day they release it, Nintendo totally smacks this guy with a legal thing?
1: And remember how Josh said, there's no way. This has been going on for ten years. If they were going to do it, they'd have done it already. And that would just be a huge smack in the teeth. Turns out it's
0: not that funny of a joke.
1: (laughs) No, it happened. Mere, just just one day after the release. Hours. Hours. All of the file hosting sites that he had been running the downloads off of had been DMCA'd and all of the downloads taken down. Now. I will say, so far, according to his blog, he has not received a cease and desist letter from Nintendo, but if if I was a betting man, I would say it's probably in the mail right now as we speak.
0: Yeah, let's not pretend. So, there are words to be said here. Uh, first of all, as Josh had mentioned, this game is 10 years in the making, and me and Josh, I've been following this guy's blog on and off over the past ten years. 2006. Remember when we were talking about this? Yeah. This.
1: It was, this guy it was,
0: has. He's had life events. He he's dropped and started the project on and off. It's it's looked like at times it was never going to come out. He's had a baby. He's had a whole family. He got a new job in programming based on making this game because he learned C sharp while making this game. Now he has a job in the industry because of this game. This, this is this game is uh, This game is like a large chunk of his life. You know, I
1: mean, an, an, a decade is a large portion of any person's life to dedicate. Hell yes, to dedicate to anything honestly to anything to dedicate to a free, fan created homage to a game is I mean I would say if I were a company that's nothing short of flattering but also it's it's just a it's a massive undertaking to go 10 years never hearing a word and on the day that you're so excited to finally release your product to the world get slapped in the face
0: so you know what this year marks josh this year is the 30th anniversary
1: not only of Metroid, that, <laughs> but the day that it was released or one day before and after was august 6th it was the 30th anniversary of the release of metroid in japan yeah Yep. It was the actual 30th release. You want to know how Nintendo celebrated Metroid's 30th release? There was a video of Blast Ball on their Twitter account. Are you? That was the only mention that Nintendo made of Metroid's 30th anniversary on the day of its release.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, man. Yeah. Are I you think, serious? I
1: think Nintendo of, Nintendo of Europe might have done a little bit more, but Nintendo of America and Nintendo proper only released, like, a small little clip of Blast Ball. I have to as, see
0: this. I didn't know that.
1: On August 6th. That's their only mention of Metroid on its 30th anniversary. Now, fans of the show will remember my our podcast, when Better Metroid Pride and Preparation Force came out on E3 last year when I had my freak out saying that the 30th anniversary of Metroid is going to be met with a game on the 3DS in which Samus makes very small appearance. She's not even going to be invited to her own birthday party. <laughs> no, no, she was not. Now,
0: now Project A and that being R, said,
1: a great, great tribute to Samus and the Metroid franchise on the 30th anniversary, yes, this was not put out by Nintendo proper, but it is a great way to pay honor to commemorate a series that has been so important for three decades. That has had an entire genre made out, named after it, and to just say, like, you know, what? yeah, this is a good game. It's a good time to remember what's going on and, and really appreciate the series, and and really just build some excitement for. The franchise that has been lacking in the Metroid fan base for quite some time now. And Nintendo responds to that by smacking the developer in the face and taking everything down.
0: Yep. Not just taking it down, possibly threatening legal action if yes. he continues with it. Yes. If you're listening to this podcast and you're watching the video in the background and it strikes you as interesting... There are ways to get this game. There are perfectly... You know what? Hold on. Before anyone says, oh, wouldn't it be illegal to get this game? Isn't this copyright... The game is free! The man that made this game... Can we get this name here? Is it like Gatsu?
1: Something like that? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, I am not 100% certain. A lot of people just call him Doc, but... Um,
0: it's like Doc64. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken.
1: I forget his proper name. Uh, um, you know
0: what I have the readme file open right now cuz I actually downloaded it. Metro- I've actually been playing the game. His name is Dr M64 is his uh yes. is is code name. That's what we'll go him by. If you re- his whole name since he posted it in the credits is Milton Gotsy. Gotts- yep. yeah, Got Guazzi, whatever. Uh sorry about that Milton. <clears throat> Anyways, He he recognizes that this is Nintendo's IP. He recognizes that he's using a lot of Nintendo's art assets. That's why the game is free. That's why he has always made apparent on his blog, I will never charge money for this game. This is nothing but a passion project because I loved Metroid 2 and I wish that someone would make it better. And he wanted to be that someone.
1: And here's my thing. I get it. I get that this is Nintendo's IP and that they quote unquote have to protect their brand. And, and I'm, is this I'm, hurting it? <laughs> this, yes, this is doing quite the opposite. And I, it's, it's doing the exact opposite thing of protecting the brand. It's actually damaging their reputation even more. But not only that, but it, Ooh, you know, I'm getting really. Uh, I've I've been upset about this all day since since I really like started to think see what was going on and think about the implications of them doing this.
0: So a little back backstory to this podcast you're hearing now. This is getting uploaded today, by the way. Just in case uh, Josh doesn't know, you send me these audio files asap, sir. <laughs> uh,
1: Don't worry, I, I, I got a. That.
0: I got a text message at like six in the morning for me <laughs> from Josh saying they did it. The fuckers did. <laughs> so this is our raw reaction to this. We're probably gonna okay. say some things that are stupid that we'll probably look back on a year or two from now and disagree with.
1: I yep. just want everyone. To I'm, be aware I'm also. Of that. I'm actually also for those of you who may have been following some of the writing I'm doing. I'm also writing a piece on this too because I'm trying to there put my thoughts a little more coherently and go a little more in depth into things I'm talking about and why why I'm upset about all of this and and why I'm so mad at Nintendo but this is unscripted this is just us talking this this does not hurt the Metroid brand and if they ever were to have plans to remake uh, Metroid 2 in the style of that they did or in any other style, which I highly doubt that they have. Um, I don't see this game hurting those sales because the way that they would remake that game are very different than the way that Doc made this game. And that people who download this game are ones that would also go and buy a proper Nintendo release of Metroid 2. So there's, there's no argument to be had there that this could even hurt future Metroid sales.
0: I think and- the argument that Nintendo wants to come at it is... Um, what, what, it is like, he used our assets, he's using pieces of our music, this is our property, we have to protect our property. Okay, alright, so, couple of things. One... Nintendo is right that they have a right to protect their property because it's not like they've abandoned the Metroid brand. Here in a couple weeks, we have Metroid Prime Federation Force coming out to the 3D. Yes, for get it at your local GameStop for thirty <laughs> for 99. Okay, so the, I would say Nintendo in that respect is right. That's one. Two, they knew about this project. You don't DMCA as many file-sharing sites or as many download sites as possible If you didn't, the day it was released if you didn't already know it was going to be released. I bet at all this time they were just waiting for it to be released. So it's either one of two things. One, Nintendo didn't want to shut this guy down because they had probably already seen, oh, it's just a fan game that he just dumped a lot of time and money. Uh, pr- Maybe they money, thought he would never into.
1: actually finish it.
0: And when he did, they're probably like, okay, so we'll just take down a bunch of file sharing sites. But I'm sure they're, they, so here's my thinking of this here. I'm going to play devil's advocate for Nintendo. And I know this is weird. So what they did in a business sense, if they truly did what I'm thinking right now, it's actually genius. They have to protect their brand and they have to take action. So they waited until he released it. And then didn't take any of the file sharing sites or DMC them until a couple hours went by. Because to see the game into the Torrent world or to see the game at any time, you just need one copy. So several hours is more than enough time for one copy, especially for a game of this size. It's only like a couple gigs to get out into the world. So it could be secretly genius that they did
1: that. I just don't believe that Nintendo was smart enough to do that. Because this, this is the final nail in my personal oh, Nintendo man. is out of touch coffin. This, oh, man. This, this is the final thing that says, you know what? Nintendo really doesn't understand modern gaming, the gaming spaces it is now, and the culture of gamers as individuals and as groups and as fans. Because you look at things like Red versus Blue which absolutely used assets straight out of Halo.
0: And they make bank off of that property. They've been cashing in on that property since day one, if I'm not mistaken.
1: But Microsoft
0: Microsoft allowed it. They said, do it. Because you know
1: what? They saw the value in fans talking about and using and building hype for their property. They saw mm-hmm. that value very early on, a long, long time before any other companies got on these bandwagons. But they saw the value in people using and talking about their property in a positive way.
0: If I may, if I may, the, you're you're co- you're absolutely correct in the theorem that uh, Nintendo should back off and let someone do something with their fan property. But in the case, in the example of Red versus Blue. That is a different medium as opposed to video games. It's a show. It's a sketch comedy, basically, as opposed to a whole video game. Had the team, had Rooster Teeth made an actual Halo game using uh, Microsoft's assets, they probably would have gotten the same shutdown.
1: And, and, and yes, that is probably true. But I'm also looking at it as you know, they're using a lot of stuff and they're making money off of it, but they're doing it off of a property that is a lot more current and actually in development going on and yeah. yes this is this is a, the same medium it's a video game but it's for a game and a property that is not getting a lot of attention or time right now and really is something that will boost I, I can't
0: let you say that because that metroid boost. prime federation force but comes out in
1: two the, weeks here's <laughs> the thing what better way than to build the hype for the metroid franchise when people are down on metroid right now than to have a fan put out a game that puts Metroid in a positive light, that makes people think positively about Metroid. It has nothing to do with Nintendo. It just has somebody saying, Metroid is good right now in my mind. And they'll be like, you know, maybe I will pick up Metroid Prime Federation Force, my 3DS. This is going to set people with a negative emotion. They're going to be like, you know what? Fuck Nintendo. I can't believe they would do something like this to somebody who's so passionate about Metroid, and those people who are on the fringes of if I am or I am not going to buy it, they're not going to buy it now.
0: Oh, I agree with you, but let's – I'm going to play a loose devil's advocate here. Let's not pretend. The people that are downloading uh, – the people that are downloading Metroid – Another am2r we'll just call it from now on. the people that are downloading am2r and playing it are probably not the same people that were going to buy federation force i'm sure there's a venn diagram for that but in the venn diagram of like the people i know and yourself included that are going to get am2r like i would consider us pretty big metroid fans i don't know about you but i played just about every game in a series to some extent and i've
1: had this varying the degrees first one that i haven't played
0: Oh, oh, and it's uh, let me tell you what the experience is like jumping back into a 2D Metroid game, Josh. I'm 13 again. I'm 12 again. You know, I'm 10. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm go- doing. Can I shoot this wall? Is this a secret? I don't know. And I'm just shooting at walls
1: and just rolling in the corners, and it's just it's a, it's a grand old time. Oh, let man. me tell you. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, because of work obligations, I have not been able to dive into... The game. Oh, I've only done it
0: in like twelve minutes.
1: But yeah, you're you're probably right for the most part. But there in that Venn diagram, there is an overlap, and there, there are is people. An there were people who were on the borderline, who were thinking yeah. about whether or not to get it because of the way they feel about the franchise. And if I had a 3ds, I would probably be on that borderline. Like, uh, I love Metroid, and even though this isn't the Metroid game, it's got the Metroid tag on it. I should probably get it, but I don't know a good experience with Nintendo getting behind Metroid and allowing this to partake and me having that good will towards the Metroid franchise would probably be like, you know what? I should probably go ahead and get this. Now I'd be like, you know what? I need to send a message to Nintendo that this is not the Metroid game I want. This is not acceptable. This is not taking care of the fans the user base the the customer in a in a good way and i'm not going to buy it and i i think that this will i mean i don't think that this game's going to sell very well anyway but i think it has a more negative effect than a positive effect taking this down
0: you know what would have been the smarter thing for nintendo to do and i'm not them i'm not this massive japanese corporation and like I I don't know what the correct answer is but I do agree with this answer in the case of Capcom when there was a dry spell of 2D Mega Man games that hadn't come out in years some fan made Street Fighter vs Mega Man or Mega Man vs Street Fighter I forget what the exact title was and Capcom could have shut that guy the hell down you know what they did instead they contacted that team that made that fan game and said you know what we won't shut you down we will actually officially publish you. Just give us the code, give us the game. We'll make sure it's certified. We'll get it on these channels. You guys are cool. Don't worry about it. Imagine how much goodwill Nintendo could have had if they just officially said, "Like, we don't, we don't, we don't like did this." But tell you what, we're gonna go ahead and uh, officially publish you. And to be fair, that would have killed any hope in sales of Federation Force ever succeeding. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. It would, something like that would make me go from where I'm at right now saying, I may never buy another Nintendo console.
0: That's a lie.
1: I, I'm, I'm, I seriously went from like thinking about, am I going to buy a really cheap Wii U and get a, an NX or am I, you know, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to work that to like, I don't know if I trust Nintendo enough to do that. I don't know that even if they were to release a proper Metroid game in the near future that I would necessarily want to play it or trust them with that IP that I want to stick with what we've already gotten released that I know that I like that has not been touched by this new Nintendo that cannot get in touch with gaming as it is right now because they are so stuck back with the way things used to be and not understanding YouTube and influencers and the internet and online connected gaming and and having such a problem with that, I just don't know if I I've lost a lot of trust in Nintendo because of this.
0: I mean, I, I was mean surprised that, it took this to get you to lose some trust.
1: I mean, you know, I gave them the benefit of the doubt after other M and 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 a lot of other things, and and they're growing pains with what you know, what is the Wii U, what is the new Nintendo, what is. I'm sorry, not the Wii but what is the Wii What is the Wii What is this new Nintendo? Where are we in the mobile space? You know, what's going on? But I just... I can't... I can't... I can't defend them anymore. It's just...
0: <laughs> you used to... I think on the podcast, you were their most ardent defender for their weird decisions. But this one, I yeah, guess, struck it, a little it, too close it, to home.
1: It, it struck too close to home, and it's one of those things where they... They have some of the best free advertising that they could have ever hoped for for a beloved franchise, but because they can't take a massive cut of it and make money off of it right now, or they don't understand it, or they look at it in a way that isn't part of the modern gaming business landscape, they just said, fuck you guys. Now maybe... Maybe you were right, and they are secret masterminds, and they let it get out there so that we could still have it. And they knew that. But I, I, I just,
0: truly do believe that. I, I really, really. I do. just.
1: I don't. I don't just believe don't. it. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I don't believe it. If if I were to believe that was true, I would. I would also think that they wouldn't take eighty percent of the profits from any Nintendo content on YouTube.
0: Okay, it's not eighty percent. It's a hundred percent. Sorry, I wish I was joking, but I have the figures no, to prove
1: Patrick, it. Patrick, I think Patrick Klepek of Now Vice Gaming. Uh, I think he he said. Wait, this, he he
0: finally left Kotaku. Uh,
1: yeah, he left Kotaku. He is now the senior uh reporter at Vice Gaming. Good for him. He was too good for Kotaku. Let them die in a fire. I mean, yeah, and I mean, him him and Austin Walker at Vice Gaming. That's gonna be. There's gonna be some hard hitting games journalism coming out of Vice Gaming. That's that's just. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's gonna be mm-hmm. <much> Mike would also agree. But he, you know, he, he, he needed to leave Kotaku he because was he it, was that's talking about, ship. Now he may have been, you know, ta- making some, you know, doing some hyperbole, but he was saying basically, you know, for all the he plays Mario Maker every single morning before he does work and stuff. And he said uh, every three months he makes about twelve dollars from those videos <laughs> with his thousands of views and whatnot. Uh so yeah. I'm confused how he
0: makes any money at all. Like I don't he's know a, about. He's a,
1: I think he's technically a Nintendo partner, which they do do some revenue share. But like, oh, they do they a sixty their... forty split. But after they take their cut and then YouTube takes their cut, then you know it's it's twelve dollars a month.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You uh, if you join the Nintendo creators program, they get forty percent of the revenue, and that's if you show other video games besides Nintendo games, which I'm sure Vice Gaming does, uh, if you show only Nintendo games, then it's a... Nintendo's like, okay, we'll only take 30%. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh, fuck you. You know, if we did, like, a specifically only Nintendo channel, I could totally see it, but why limit yourself? There's so much great stuff out there, yeah. you know?
1: And it just, uh, again, I don't, I, I'll, I'll write about... I'll, I'll write about it a little more in, in the piece on my, my Tumblr page here coming in the next couple days. But What's just, the Tumblr address? Uh, metroman1352.tumblr.com
0: It's in his username, people. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just, I've I've lost faith in Nintendo to just, to understand gamers and understand the gaming community. And I, I thought we were making progress, but... It just, I thought we were making progress.
0: Oh man! Oh man!
1: I've, oh, I don't know. It's it's can unfortunate, I? but thankfully, thankfully the game is out there, so we can have that, and we can, and and hopefully, hopefully Doc can figure out a way to get the patches that he is gonna, because he says he's gonna continue to work on it for right now until you know, until he inevitably gets that C and D, but. Um, yeah. Until then, hopefully, we can find a way to get the patches out there to the player base in a very easy fashion. Or, you know, we come together. Uh, a good place to always check is Retroid. and Retroid. Uh, Reddit.com slash R. Retroid. <laughs> wait, I put wait. Wait, that- I thought
0: for a second it really was
1: Retroid. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, go on. <laughs> I, I bought that hook lighted Yeah, Sink Yeah, Ride. yeah. <laughs> Um But, I mean, you know, the. Metroid database, but also the, the Metroid subreddit is a good place to kind of keep up with that kind of information. So, um, and you can also follow him at, uh, metroid2remake.blogspot.ca, uh, you can follow Doc directly and kind of get what's going on there. So, uh, I, that's all I have to say about that right now. Uh, fuck Uh, off Nintendo. Let us have our games for God's sake. Leave Metroid alone. Samus doesn't deserve this
0: she she's getting a lot this year man samus is getting it this
1: year (laughs) it's her 30th anniversary and you give her a shitty rock uh, rocket league clone and a game that she's not even in fuck you
0: (laughs) (laughs) tell me how you really feel about it i i i appreciate the raw honesty josh has about i i too am not I, i realize i'm playing devil's advocate this whole podcast I'm not pleased about it. I'm not happy about it. I don't want to see ten years of this guy's work just say, "Hey, by a giant corporation, go away." We know this is a big fan game. We know this is a large piece of your life. You took to just making this on your own. Go away. Stop this. Stop making this. Uh, And you know what? I'm glad it's out. I'm playing it right now. I'm gonna. You see the footage in the background. I'm. doing very poorly at it it's, it is what it is uh the game is harder St- the Stan, game you is even fun. know how
1: to jump like dude get up on that ledge already come on so
0: what what you probably didn't notice at the beginning of the video is i will sacrifice like common sense i'm like oh a health pickup and i'll jump into the lava to get the health pickup. And I'll just be like worse off than if I just ignored it.
1: <laughs> I mean, that just sounds like Stan playing Metroid.
0: It is me playing Metroid. I need, oh, I do want to do a full Let's Play onto the ch- main channel, but uh, I need a dry run. Yeah, we'll
1: need some practice for that first.
0: But um, I'm disappointed in Nintendo. I wish they like, published this guy's work. I didn't, I was hoping they weren't going to take it down. That really was a joke on my end last
1: podcast, but uh, here we are. It's 2016, guys. Get with the fucking times, for God's sake.
0: I, I got nothing else to add but to it. But
1: you want to stay current with the times, guys? You should subscribe here on our YouTube. Just click the button here. Go to Facebook. Mm. Wow. Look up Unscripted Gaming.
0: Not the best, not the worst. <laughs> go to
1: Twitter. Uh, we are at unscript underscore gaming. Um, and you can go to soundcloud.com slash unscripted dash gaming. So you can take us anywhere with you in your pocket. Uh, Thank you for listening to this special rant on Project AM2R. For Unscripted Gaming, I'm Josh. I'm Ray. Peace. Man, fuck you, Nintendo. Just, ugh.